Drunk Dish contains adult language that may not be appropriate for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. think of any right now but i'm sure that they exist i'm sure of it they got to all right hello and welcome to drunk dish (laughs) where three delicious dishes actually finally this week explore food history and get pickled in the process this is episode number 13 peanut butter yay which i forgot i completely forgot what episode this was (laughs) peanut butter is the best oh uh i'm i'm melissa I'm Amy. And I'm Kate. Yay, Kate's back. Yay, She's not yay. dead. Not in the Bermuda Triangle. Not in the Bermuda Triangle. Nope. I told you yeah. guys. How'd you like our um, impressions? Oh, I, that was one of the notes that I wrote down. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Kate, Kate took notes. <laughs> I thought they were pretty good. Yeah, I, I definitely. I was like, oh, I'm glad that that's now I know what I sound like. That's yeah. good to know. <laughs> As opposed to just listening yourself back right. on the podcast. Yeah, but it's like completely you hear, different. You hear yourself differently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. All right. Um, so now that we've introduced ourselves every week or every week, every episode, uh, we ask ourselves one food related question. And this week I have the question. What? Me. It's me. Nice. All right. So the question is, if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? You do not take need to take nutritional value. <laughs> Okay, I was thinking, how do I prevent scurvy? Yeah. I'm fucking new. <laughs> my sister and I had a conversation about this this afternoon because I was so stressed out about it. Oh, my God. Like for no. that reason, I was just like, wait, do I need to? T- this is not a real world situation, guys. <laughs> yes, like, but it, it, it colors the answer. What yeah. is the most nutritionally impactful thing I could eat for the rest of my life and stay alive? No, just if you could only eat one thing and let's just say that somehow by magic, it has all of the nutrients you could possibly want want or need in it what would it be so um question i have a question also clarifying question (laughs) does it have to be the same each time yes like prepared in the same way like exactly the same yeah it's one thing that you're eating for the rest of your life right so that does change my answer so like one dish not like one ingredient right because like yeah like greg would say steak Mm -hmm. but like you would have to pick a certain like cut Right. Okay. You couldn't say okay. like cow and be like hamburgers. Right. Well, steak. My, right. my real yes. question was if I said pizza, could it be oh, different multiple types of different kinds of pizza? I'll allow it. Oh, well, that. OK. Well, then come back to me because <laughs> it changes the answer. <laughs> Amy. Oh, I, my word. Well, I, I mean, we talked about what my everyday food would be, I think, on like the first or second yeah. episode. And I said pizza because pizza is like, I feel like the most versatile food. I could, I can literally eat it every day. I almost do eat it every day. <laughs> yeah, it seems accurate. But we're talking about the only food But if food it's the only ever. food, mm-hmm. I also am aware that I am uh, aging <laughs> and pizza, <laughs> pizza does not always agree with my tummy. Sometimes it gives me the tummy oh, troubles. Oh, <laughs> So, um, I would say, like, the topic of our episode tonight, peanut butter. Wow. Okay. Because I, I love peanut just butter. Just peanut butter? <laughs> just out of the jar, just spoonfuls of peanut butter? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I love peanut butter. Was that a song from the new, from the remake of the Mary Poppins movie? Spoonfuls of peanut (laughs) butter help the medicine go down (laughs) by getting it lodged in your throat because it's super sticky. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Melissa is our new Mary Poppins, everyone. <laughs> Look in the magic bag. <laughs> All right. I'm yeah. kind of a bitch that will not return uh, s- s- chimney sweeps affections. Wow. <laughs> wow. Somebody has strong opinions about Mary why Poppins. Aren't, why aren't they together? <coughs> Uh, maybe well, she's just not interested. Maybe you should respect her choices. You're telling me when they went to that cartoon land and were singing supercalifragilisticexpialidocious that there were not there was not chemistry and that they are so, not in love Melissa, with each other. I would do that with you, and that doesn't mean I want to fuck you. Um, but oh, you do, right? Hold on, you, that's beside <laughs> the point. <laughs> <laughs> I think perhaps it's because Mary Poppins knew that the relationship couldn't go anywhere because she's like immortal and yep. he's just Bert. Yep. And wow. And in the new dark. one, have you seen the new one? No, I haven't. The first words out of her mouth when she meets Lynn Manuel Miranda is, How's Bert doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they love she each other and they should about be him. together. And then he says, Bert's doing great. He's retired. Arwen and Vigo Mortensen, whatever his name is, <laughs> okay. and Lord of the Rings. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. But she gives up her immortality for up. him. But he is a long lived. So, sure, but he's not immortal like she is. No, but he's like really long. Okay, lived. so but now we're splitting hairs here. Mm. And also, <laughs> Mary Poppins would be giving up her like not just her immortality, but her life mission yeah. of saving families from themselves. Little shit kids. <laughs> no, she doesn't save the children. She no, saves the dads. That's, yeah, she absolutely does. Dads are and, trash. And yes. she <laughs> never learns the first name of the moms because it doesn't matter. They're out getting women's suffragists <laughs> and working for the labor movement in the true. new one. So, yeah, right. well, That's in true. the old one too, communist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The mom in the old one is a, a, a suffragist. suffragist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But the suffragist. suffragette. The mom in the new one is dead. The sister, though, is all, all grown up, and she works. Gonna be t- <laughs> she works for the Labor Party. Is it uh, the same family? Try, yep, yeah, trying to get workers' oh, rights. Spoilers. Yes, yeah, lots it. of spoilers. I oh, watch whatever. a lot of children's programming. Um, so you've just tuned in to <laughs> the Mary Poppins <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Kate, what's the one food you would eat? Mary Poppins is great. She's a strong woman. I'm just saying that doesn't make you less strong to be with the person you love. Anyways. <laughs> Wow, Melissa, Melissa getting the final word in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think uh okay. Yeah, that does definitely change my my answer. My original answer was going to I'll I'll just tell you. My original answer if it was going to be exactly the same every time, you know, like this is it, one one choice was going to be a grilled cheese sandwich. Mm. Ooh, I like that. Solid choice. Yes, yes yeah. because Especially uh, since you can then deconstruct it. <laughs> now, I also have notes about this. <laughs> but I wouldn't have Warm had chips. Cheese. <laughs> I wouldn't have had Y'all are losing it tonight. To- <laughs> wow. Guys, this is the first time we've all been together in like yeah. a while. Yeah, and I have two kids. glasses of wine in already. Normally oh, I'm only one. Bitch, I've been drinking since four. Yeah. But- it is now eight o'clock. <laughs> You have like a, a stronger what liver. Are, what are you trying to say, Amy? <laughs> I'm saying you didn't have like three full years of no alcohol whatsoever due to pregnancy and breastfeeding. Yeah, whose fault is that? <laughs> Jake's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. 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 okay, okay. We got to okay. get back on track. Your original answer was grilled cheese yeah, sandwich, so which is a solid choice. My but choice. Why, why did you change it? Well, because 
I, because I, you would want to add fixins. Well, no, but you could so, do it with grilled cheese. Too. Right, you could do it with grilled cheese. But <laughs> I think that if I if I had more of a more of a mix it up kind of choice, then it would be like, uh, and it's kind of exactly the same as grilled cheese. I just <laughs> it would be like Alfredo, like pasta Alfredo, mm. because you can add like. Yeah, right? And you can put broccoli in that or mushrooms or, sure, you know, mm-hmm. shrimps, not you. or Yeah, no, not no. me. Also, why would you want to ruin Alfredo with shrimp? Deliciousness. Gross. Um, <laughs> Amy can eat shrimp, and I'm guessing she doesn't like shrimp. No, it's yeah, gross. Yeah, because it's gross. Mm. It's gross. It's like eating an insect. Mm. I mean, lots tasty, of people eat less insect. nutritional A tasty, value. tasty insect. <laughs> Are they not nutritional? No, there's tons of protein in those I, I'm making up shit about it because <laughs> Dr. Amy, live now. <laughs> Just make slandering shrimp. Yes. Um or chicken or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. So I think uh pasta alfredo would be my Okay. would be my choice. That's a good one. Which is really really basically the same as grilled cheese when it comes right down is to it, it. I mean carbs it's and carbs cheese. And cheese and carbs. They're not yeah. the same thing. Eh. Right. They're very different. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, my everyday food I remember was, um, peanut butter toast. Mm -hmm. And I thought at first I was like, maybe peanut butter toast. But then I'm like, I'd probably get sick of peanut butter toast after a while. Like, I don't even eat peanut butter toast every day. I mean, I eat it a lot. I mean, Mm -hmm. when, when Kate and her husband and my husband were at, um, RetroCon, Mm -hmm. I had some version of toast for uh five out of my six meals <laughs> i had peanut butter toast i had uh buttered toast with jam and i had um fried eggs on toast i respect mm. all of those choices though. it was very good and yeah. then my one meal where i ordered a shit ton of indian food that was way more than i could eat and i had it DoorDash, and i was fucking living the life nice yeah Amazing. greg was very impressed by oh you. my god it was so good anyways so I decided not to go that route. Um, and I actually think that mine, which would be something that pro- people probably don't know the actual name of, which is Strawberries Romanoff. Mm. Um, do you know what Strawberries no. Romanoff? I know Kate does because so. bitch knows good things. So <laughs> Strawberries Romanoff is strawberries with brown sugar and sour cream. Okay. So, I mean, you could, I guess you could mix the sour cream and brown sugar together, but that's not how you do it. You take the strawberry, it's whole strawberry, you dip it in the sour cream, and then you dip it in the brown sugar, and then you eat that shit. And it is like flavor fireworks in your mouth. It's so good. I actually... I try not to keep all three things in the house at the same time <laughs> because I'll eat a whole pint of strawberries with sour cream and brown sugar. Oh my word. And then at the end yep. and then at the end after all the like leftover brown sugar and sour cream has gotten mixed together, you just eat that shit with your finger, man. With your finger, <laughs> not a spoon. No. With your finger. You're not gonna get up and get a spoon. No, no. Oh I, my god, it's so good. Melissa, I knew I loved you. <laughs> <laughs> even and though I, I don't think, like buffalo even though you don't like buffalo or shrimps but <laughs> or shrimps. Think, it's not my fault I don't like shrimps I mean she could again die. if I could eat them I'd probably still yeah. not like them but yeah. I can't eat them right so that's <laughs> fine it'll get you'll get a pass on that but oh thank you yeah um uh that is a solid choice right there yeah that's that's a that's a good choice. what are you drinking there it's just iced tea oh okay in a giant bottle. Yeah. Oh, I get a burp. <laughs> so oh, I think you heard that. Sexy. I'll throw yeah. up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> oh boy. Wow, ladies. I think that we should have a. We'll have dinner. Like mm-hmm. we'll have. We'll have. Um, 
peanut butter on a <laughs> spoon. Just peanut butter. Just peanut, peanut you butter. You know, oh, give me a jar. That's really endearing to me because one of the things that my late uh, Aunt Frances used to do was literally take a big wooden spoon and just scoop. Yep. Into peanut butter, and then she would go and she would sit on her recliner while we were watching Survivor and just <laughs> eat the peanut butter. And then one of the things that I, I did this for her once, and she was so excited about I mean, she was very heavily drugged up, but she was so excited about it that she cried when she had had foot surgery. Mm-hmm. Was it foot surgery or is it when she had her gallbladder out? I don't remember. She had had some sort of surgery, so I was like taking care of her, and we had had like dinner and stuff, and she was kind of like moping. Or whatever in her recliner because she couldn't like get up and do stuff. She was always like doing things. Yeah. Like, you know, she had to be doing something. <laughs> and um, wearing the most amazing prom dress, can I just say. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ugh. Good Lord. Um, so I went and I grabbed a wooden spoon and I um, I covered it in peanut butter. And then we had that magic shell chocolate. Oh. Magic shell. So then I, I well, I put the spoon in the freezer and then took it out so it was ice cold. And then I poured magic shell all over it. So it formed like a little like peanut butter ball on a stick for her and she loved it so much that she cried no that's adorable my that's adorable peanut butter for me i would also peanut butter is that good it is which is fitting for this this episode since we're talking about peanut butter it's so yummy Uh, uh, my one of the like when you were sick and you stayed home from school um like my grandmother inevitably for whatever reason we would always have chocolate chips and it was sort of so you you were allowed as the sick person to go and get a quarter of a cup like a quarter cup measure and you could put peanut butter in it and then you could pour chocolate chips on top of it as a sick person yeah so like if you stayed home sick from school like oh. there were certain rules oh, like the sick person so you get special treatment yes the sick girl could not go outside and play with friends when you got home sure you know, had to sit on the couch and watch the stories um Oh but God. yes, there it, there was a prize of peanut butter with chocolate chips, probably Aww. at some point. So yes, yeah. See, oh peanut butter brings, for Americans, yes, brings back so many. The fact happy that Europeans memories. don't love peanut butter is fucking baffling. We'll talk about this tonight, but they think it's the weirdest fucking thing. No, I saw. So what's funny is I thought that's not a thing. I don't know. I don't know if it was you that said it in a text or something. And I was like, that's not a thing. And then someone I follow on Twitter had made a comment about one of the weirdest things from when they went overseas was how weird everyone thought peanut butter was. And I was like, no, I can never move overseas now. (laughs) Yeah. So I I have a student who's from Germany. And that's the reason why I want to do peanut butter is we were talking about food on the first day of class. And she was like, I think it's so weird how much Americans love peanut butter. And I was like, why? And she goes, well, we don't have it in Germany. And I was like, what do you mean you don't have peanut butter? (laughs) So like, but do they literally not have it at all? They have, we'll talk about more, but they have it in very limited quantities and it tastes nothing like the peanut butter we have here. Like the brands of peanut butter here, like Skippy and Jif and all that, like they don't sell peanut butter The one brand of peanut butter I think you mean, Jif. Uh, Skippy. Oh, oh, (gasps) oh. No. Yes. Uh-oh. <laughs> choosy moms choose Jif. You are obviously not a choosy mom. You're a bad mother. Uh, maybe <laughs> not being choosy means that I support my children's creativity and the You're deliciousness. Skippy is not making Skippy. them more creative. Skippy is trash. Jif is number one. We're going to put a poll up. No one's going to vote <laughs> on it, but we're going to put a poll up. <laughs> so we're going to end this argument right now because I don't want to get violent. Uh-huh. 
Um, and all the proof I'm going to, all the history I'm going to talk about tonight is going to prove to you. That, that proves nothing of taste. That Skippy is the OG. If it's just because it's older doesn't mean it's better. Look it's, at the boomers. Oh, that was a good point, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> all right. So I got a question. Sidebar. What about natural peanut butter then? Oh, my God. I thought you were going to ask me what we were drinking It has tonight. to be no <laughs> stir. Oh, yeah. No, no stir. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, Melissa. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What are we drinking? Wait. Oh, Kate. Yes. Where do you land on this debate? Because you've been very silent. You can't be all Switzerland on, the, on us. On the Jiffy. Jiffy. Jiffy or skip. Jiffy, jiffy skip. <laughs> Skippy or Jeff. Right. Um, Jiffy, Jiffy is the brand name of a baking mix, oh, yes. which is owned no. by a Trump supporter. Jiffy? Not the same thing as Jiff peanut butter. No, Jiffy peanut butter is when Amy and I finally <laughs> leave our husbands and start our own family. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get the two kinds and we'll mix them together so that there's no yeah, animosity. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That, that's, that's good. That's a good trade. That's a good trade. I mean, look, peanut butter is peanut butter. But anyways, continue. Um, So I... <laughs> Melissa, avert your eyes. You can't pressure Kate so, into siding with you. You're no Trump. She's not Ukraine. Okay. Uh, it didn't work. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, this would 100% work. The Ukraine thing didn't work. That's true. That's true. This <laughs> scary side eye would definitely work with that guy. Um, I am definitely a, definitely a GIF girl. Yes. Um, but I'm actually, I only eat natural peanut butter now good girl yeah, yeah i have you're stronger Skippy than me all it's, natural no it's not but it's not not the same it has way more sugar right yeah. yeah i've gotten jiff all natural to all as well to feel better about myself no. but it's just not yeah it's not and so it's like if i'm gonna eat but if i'm gonna eat peanut butter like <laughs> like regular delicious peanut butter it's it's always that's GIF. my girl you it's might not like barbecue GIF. but yeah. you're on the right side of peanut butter <laughs> And creamy. I can't deal with the crunchy. Yeah, I don't like crunchy either. Creamy. I think we can all. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. So, <laughs> Melissa, what are we drinking tonight? So, tonight we're drinking a drink that I invented. Woo! Ooh. Because I spent a lot of time looking at peanut butter cocktails. Uh, and they made you all want to vomit. They all made me nauseous. <laughs> um, most of them were like milkshakes. Yeah, that, okay. Which is like fine. I, I'm here for a peanut butter milkshake. Sure. But I'm not a big fan of milk-based alcoholic yeah, no. beverages because mm-hmm. milk already kind of messes mm-hmm. with my tum-tums mm-hmm. and then you just mm-hmm. put alcohol in it and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. woof. So I made my own, um, which was based on kind of a bunch of other drinks that I saw and I kind of mashed them together and then you guys can be the judge. <laughs> um, so it's called Peanut Butter Jelly Time. Oh, <laughs> peanut butter jelly time, peanut butter jelly time. <laughs> um, and it is one ounce for Angelico, okay. which is a hazelnut liqueur nice why i asked both of you if you had an aversion to hazelnuts love hazelnuts. only kate responded so i'm glad that (laughs) from your comments about the um nutella croissant i assumed yes that you were good with i'm sorry i didn't respond to your question i when you asked that i was just thinking in my head who the fuck wouldn't want hazelnut and then i never actually responded right well we'll get (laughs) it We'll get into that. Um, so it's one ounce for Angelico, which I had to buy a bottle. They only sell it in ginormous Gigantic. bottles. And it looks like a little monk. It even has a little Aww. a little rope tied around it. Um, one ounce Chambord. 
Okay. Okay. I'm going all out for you, ladies. I don't know Um, what most of these are. Chambord is a black raspberry liqueur. Oh, okay. It also comes in really pretty bottles. It's Mm. it's really delicious. It's also pretty expensive. Okay. Um, What you're saying is you dropped a lot of dough. Not not a lot. But I don't buy Chambord often just because it is more expensive. Um, Chambord and champagne is like one of my favorite things. Um, Pomegranate juice. Okay. And then it is topped with seltzer. So the seltzer is optional. I I found it way too sweet because Chambord and Frangelico are both really sweet. And then you're adding sweet juice. Mm -hmm. So it's very sweet. So I top it off with seltzer. And I feel like that gives it a little little freshness, a little kick, a little whatever. Okay. Um, So I will go mix those up. So we're going to take a little break. And then we'll be back to drink my Frankenstein experiment. Woo! Yay! Ah, quick announcement for two of Greendale's finest. Payday is postponed until next week. So this is my freestyle rap apology. Well, I'm a peanut bar and I'm here to say your checks will arrive on another day. Another day, another dime, another rhyme, another dollar. Another stuffed shirt with another white collar. Criminals, Wall Street, taking the pie. And all the black man gets is a plate of white lies. Prisons recruiting them, police be shooting them. Rap artists looting them, labels all diluting them. Barack Obama is scared of me because I don't swallow knowledge and I spit it for free. Let me clear my throat. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't. I don't know what that was. All right. So we're back. We have our drinks. Now, before we try them, I want to let you guys know that I hate it. Oh. Oh. I think it's disgusting. Okay. (laughs) Here's the thing. I tried so many variations, and I think I just hate Frangelico. Okay. Mm. Um, I like Nutella, so I'm not, like, averse to hazelnut, but for whatever reason in this, I hate it. So. Okay. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers. Stretch. All right. Oh, it's terrible. All right. <laughs> I didn't even drink me any because you made me start laughing. <laughs> I hope you guys like it because I certainly don't. It tastes like like what I would imagine if you like take a Christmas ornament and like crush it up. <laughs> what? Like it's like is that sweet and like good or very bad? fragrant? Good. I like it. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> I think it tastes like um. Tootsie Rolls. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It that's does. Weird. There's no chocolate or anything in it. I mean, it smells like Tootsie yeah. Rolls. It's Frangelico, Chambord, and Melissa pomegranate has made juice. A Tootsie Roll no, cocktail. It's, it's called peanut butter jelly time. It's peanut butter jelly time. That <laughs> smells like Tootsie Rolls. I mean, I don't. I don't hate it. I drink it. You just said you hated it, but like I'm three times. I'm drinking it, so it, it's not. I, I am not a fan. I will never drink it again. Okay. But I didn't want there's ma- booze in front. Of I you. didn't want to make another. Yeah, I didn't want to make another bourbon drink. All right. Because <laughs> I think we're we're, you know, we're pretty done with bourbon drinks. Yeah, I like it. I'm glad. I'm really glad. That's why I was like, do you guys like hazelnut? Because this is very hazelnutty. Yeah, I dig it. So I think so. I put the seltzer in it. Can you imagine how sweet it would be without? Yeah, I think it needs a seltzer. Yeah, like, it needs a seltzer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like sweet drinks. Yeah, but it's very sweet without the seltzer. I think, you know, those like hazelnut. Pirouette, whatever they're called. Those oh, yeah, stick yeah, yeah. things. Pir- yeah. Pirouettes, right? Pirouettes? Pir- is that what pirouette? they're called? Is that a ballet right. term? It is, it is but I also but think it's the name sure, of yeah, those stick. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but that's what this reminds me of, mm-hmm. is that. And I think that's why I associate it with Christmas morning. Yeah. 
So because I don't have any history because I made it up, made it up. Yeah. I did go find some stuff to talk about. Ooh. And everything I found involves peanut butter in some way. Ooh. Um, so we're going to go slowly back in time. So this first thing is from 2019. Mm-hmm. It's from HuffPost.com. It's literally just like word for word because it's like a news report. All right. Man covers himself in peanut butter and walks around dog park after losing bet. Oh. <laughs> a man in Arlington, Texas, who came in last in his fantasy football league, had to do a very <laughs> nutty thing as punishment. Walk oh, ar- the puns. <laughs> walk around a dog park covered head to toe in peanut butter. Mm. Stephen Shrout, 25, had never played fantasy football before this year, but decided to join a league with some high school friends who had been playing together since 2009, according to WFAA-TV. It was my first year, and I didn't do any kind of studying at first. I just kind of jumped in, Shrout told the station. He was dogged by bad luck from the beginning when his top draft choice, Pittsburgh Steelers running back Le'Veon Bell, ended up sitting out the entire season. As a result, Shrout was given a choice of paying $250 to the winning person or perform perform a humiliating stunt. And he chose this? Shrout chose to do the stunt. Standing in a Dallas dog park for 10 minutes clad only in a gold Speedo and, oh yeah, covered in peanut butter. I mean, at least he's got a Speedo on. I said, that's not a big challenge. No one believed me. They're like, no way is he going to do it, Shrout told the station. But Shrout went through with it last Wednesday, hoping to get out of the sticky situation without a hitch. My strategy was to do it as fast as possible and hope that not many people would see me, Shrout said, according to Fox 8 News. Uh, 10 minutes is 10 minutes is 10 minutes. There's no as fast as possible. (laughs) Right, right. A lot of the dog owners just wondered what I was doing. And then when I said I lost a bet, they all laughed. Although Shrout hoped to fulfill the terms of the bet without being seen too much, video of his experience has gone viral. (laughs) Still, he has learned a valuable lesson. I will play fantasy football again, but probably probably not with the same guy, Shrout told WFAA TV with a laugh. Uh, I feel feel like you'd file that under, like, (laughs) you can love your pet. You just can't love your pet. So here's the thing when I was reading this. I feel awful saying this. Um, Look, it's not a sexual thing, but I feel like I'd really enjoy it. (laughs) Just because, so. So many puppies love me. Right. Yes. Yes. So, like, when I lived for a short time in Florida, I was. Stinky, though. That's true. I was young and I had no control over what the dogs that my family owned did. Let's just preface that. I am now a good pet owner. If I had a dog, I would make sure it was fixed. But anyways, we had two dogs that were not fixed. They ended up having 13 puppies. No. And we lived in a trailer. And one of my favorite things to do was to sit in the kitchen on the floor while all the puppies were on the other side of the trailer. And then I would just hit the floor and I would say, puppies. And you would just hear, down the entire trailer and they would just attack me and then just all like oh, me. yeah and then adorable. i would get like really bad itchy eyes yeah <laughs> because i'm slightly allergic to dogs no but so when reading this i thought i bet i i bet i'd be into that <laughs> i wouldn't be into the peanut butter on my body right but yeah. i would be very into the attention that i received from all those dogs <laughs> So my next story is from 2013. (laughs) Woman arrested for flinging peanut butter at brother. Deltona, Florida, December 25th. 
Christmas. Of course, it's Florida. <laughs> Police in Florida said they arrested a woman accused of flinging peanut butter at her brother during an argument about a urinating dog. But wait, <laughs> wait, like you can uh, get arrested for flinging peanut butter? I mean, it's technically assault. The Volusia County Sheriff's Office said Rachel Bird, 29, of Deltona, was arrested Monday on battery charges after allegedly flinging a spoonful of peanut butter at her brother during an argument about a dog urinating in the living room of the house the sibling shared. Someone called 911 during the incident but hung up without speaking, the sheriff's office said. The dispatcher sent a deputy to the home and discovered the brother had peanut butter running down his face. The man said he did not want to press charges, but the deputy determined Bird was the aggressor in the confrontation and she was taken to Volusia County Branch Jail on battery charges. So it's kind of fucked up that the brother didn't want to press charges and the cop was like, nah, fuck your wishes. She threw peanut butter at you. Unless the brother is like allergic to peanuts that's not nothing indicates yeah, that it no. was anything except she got mad at him and threw peanut butter yeah. at him. like dude i stabbed my brother with a pencil right like my no my sister cut I, me with scissors i still yeah, have the scar i stabbed like, my brother in the ankle with a pencil and the pencil broke the tip off in his ankle oh. don't feel too bad for him i still have the mark on my hand where he stabbed me back <laughs> with a pencil yeah oh uh you can't it's starting to go away now, but you can kind of see it. It's too dark in here. I'll yeah. show y'all later. I've got a. I definitely <laughs> have a mark. It's a black mark from the pencil graphite. Like it's black. It's <laughs> going to like slowly this, poison your blood. It's not lead. It's graphite. But still. I think I'm fine. He has the same thing on his ankle. I broke a whole fucking pencil off in there. <laughs> There was also the time I bit him, and then out of you know self defense, he he pushed me in a tree. I got a bloody nose, and he got grounded for two weeks. Jeez, yeah. Well, that's because he was the older brother. Yep, he should have known, known better. better. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I was a fucking. My sister monster. cut me with scissors, and I probably got in trouble. Yeah, for literally, that. the only thing this woman did was got mad about a dog peeing in the house and threw peanut butter at her brother. Yeah, after like, probably a screaming fight that prompted someone to call nine one one. I mean, the only crime committed here is that she wasted peanut butter. Yes, I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> but can we? Can we also say like, have you ever seen peanut butter running down anything? Like well, maybe he was like really hot or maybe or maybe it was like the oily top like she didn't mix it no mix you think these people in in freaking deltona florida have natural peanut butter no they have skippy no it's probably oh fuck you (laughs) it's that jiff shit jiff is more expensive than skippy actually it's probably teddy bear (laughs) all right so i I have one more i have one more okay this is from um, GrubStreet.com from 2012. Um, Ohio candy thief can't stop stealing peanut butter cups. <laughs> can't blame them. Who can? Yeah, I'm there. Yeah. An Ohio man is on the loose after burgling hundreds of dollars worth of peanut butter cups over and over again from a Son- Sunoco gas station convenience store. According to employees, the criminal ritualistically visits the store around midnight, snatches Reese's peanut butter cups, and flees before police arrive. Of course, the logical thing to do would be to call the police before midnight for surveillance purposes, but maybe it takes a certain... Okay, this line in this story fucking pisses me off, and you'll know why. But maybe it takes a certain naivete to work the night shift at a gas station convenience store. Fuck whoever wrote that. So I just want to say I do not agree with that statement, and fuck you. Yeah. Most recently, the persistent pillager has expanded his repertoire to include salty treats like chips, which means that Ohioans should definitely lock up their chocolate-covered pretzels. 
There was also another story that I found that I didn't include because it was kind of dark, but of a guy that was like robbing places and also took um, a bunch of Reese's from a Dairy Queen and they found him hiding behind a dumpster with just like crushed Reese's peanut butter cups in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Look, people oh, will do some wild sad, shit. Man. People will do some wild <laughs> shit for peanut butter, man. I, I believe it. Peanut that's delicious. Yeah. So that's all I got. Okay. So it's it's Amy's Fuck. turn. Okay. What are we here for? Right? I, You're the educational me, portion. Oh, God. <laughs> let me close the Twitter because that's what's up on my phone. Here we go. <laughs> so we're obviously we're talking about peanut butter today. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? What? <laughs> I can't stop drinking this. Yeah, I tried I'm mine. not sure that I like it. I just can't stop <laughs> drinking it. I don't know. I was just about to say I'm really glad you guys like it. I'm not... Like, I don't particularly care for Tootsie Rolls. And that's the it's, only now thing. Now that you've said that. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking wild. That's all I could taste. I, I like, managed to stumble upon some sort of weird chemical yeah. combination yeah. Mm-hmm. that creates Tootsie Roll flavor without including any, any chocolate, chocolate. Because I guess Tootsie Rolls don't taste like chocolate. Well, yeah, they don't. I guess they taste like Frangelico. Yeah. <laughs> and pomegranate. I don't know. But. I'm here for I it. Think I, I drank mine already. Yeah. I noticed. <laughs> well, uh, luckily, it's pretty low alcohol content because Frangelico and Chambord are both really sugary yeah. liqueurs. So they're pretty low. That's it's good. not like, you know, a, a, you know, 80 proof rum or anything. I'm just like going to have a horrible headache tomorrow at the fair. Yeah, probably. Oh, you go to the fair? Yeah. Okay. We, we can sidebar after. <laughs> If it's not during the podcast, it's not a sidebar. It's oh, just, it's a, just conversation. a conversation. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, boy. It's. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm out of practice. No, it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. We'll get back in the swing of things. You'll be fine. Uh, I want to talk about peanut butter first before, like, modern peanut butter. So, like, the history of crushing up peanuts and making a peanut type paste. Um, so, this practice actually originated way back in South and Central America, The Aztecs and the Incas were the first to grind up peanuts into a paste, and they used it purely for medicinal purposes, so mostly to treat things like toothaches. Um, Oh. Yeah. It also had, like, significant spiritual meaning and significance. They were used up in offerings. And then the funny thing is, is that when European explorers, air quotes for those of you. Yeah, I'm like, why are you air quoting? Were they not explorers? Quote, unquote, explorers. Because I consider them to be... More than explorers, I consider them to be like the harbingers of a genocide. I was going to say imperialist scum. <laughs> yeah, imperialist scum. Um, but they discovered peanuts growing in Brazil, and then soon the Spanish found them as far north as places like Mexico. And in the 1600s, the Spanish were like, "Hey, there must be something to these peanut things," and they brought them back with them to Spain. And they ended up using them to trade throughout Asia and Europe, so it spread them all over the rest of the world. Um, but Peanuts actually originated in South and Central America, which I did oh, not know. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then when Europeans were extra shitty and started the slave trade and started kidnapping people from Africa, Africans brought peanuts to North America. Oh. So that's a roundabout way of getting yeah, there. Yeah. It's like there's there there's if you could visualize like the, a little ship, like those cartoon ships. The, the little map. circus peanut. Yeah. Going from South America and the Spaniards. And they're like, oh, we're going to kill you with smallpox. And then they go back to, <laughs> to Spain. And then they trade the peanuts. And they make their way to Africa. 
And then like white people go to Africa and they're like, yeah, we're going to kidnap you. And then they bring them <laughs> to North America. Hey, guys, Amy drank her wine very fast and also her cocktail very fast. <laughs> so sorry. I'm a little bit drunk, but Amy might be a little bit ahead of me. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> I just have those like the cartoon visuals of like oh it's amazing from anime. It's a way to take something Here horrible. Be peanuts. Yes. It's the only way we cannot be depressed by our existence <laughs> because yes. we're only here by a, a, a trail of horrific acts. Yes, <laughs> yes, that is what made us yep. in this time and in this place. So. <laughs> Amy is struggling. We're broken. Pull it together, woman. Oh there's, my god, grow up. Tears. Get a job. There's tears in my eyes. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, African slaves brought them back to North America in the 1700s. <laughs> oh, I just hit the mic. The fact that you're having this breakdown and you're fucking talking about slavery, Amy, you need to get it together. I'm trying. It makes me so sad, though. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> depression makes you do weird things. I right. drink too much and record a podcast with your best friend. <laughs> um, so um, <laughs> they, peanuts weren't actually grown commercially in North America until the 1800s. Okay. So fucking take a picture of me. <laughs> okay. Amy is full on crying. <laughs> Great. For posterity. <laughs> I don't need photographic evidence. It's fine. Kate has an iPhone. It probably doesn't even have the space to save that. Oh, it's true. It's burn. true. She's not wrong. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm good. So uh, in the beginning, peanuts were regarded as food for like livestock. They weren't considered like fit oh. for white colonial citizens. Your cat's right. adorable. He's fucking um, killing it right now. To eat. So they were like food for livestock and then like very, very, very poor people or slaves. Wild. Like lobster. You could have had a lobster peanut dinner. Right. Because so the thing that both of those foods have in common is that they're actually like they require some work to get to the food. True. Like you have to crack open the peanut and like peel it back and then eat it. So sure. It's really difficult. It's very difficult. Um, Especially for these bougie imperialists that we're talking about yeah um so they were grown predominantly through like the southern part of north america so like this what would become the southern states or the southern colonies at that time and uh during the civil war the union soldiers when they're like down there fighting uh to end slavery and states rights um <laughs> they <laughs> ate peanuts and they're like hey these taste pretty okay peanuts are pretty good yeah they're pretty good so they brought peanuts back north with them and then they uh fell in love with them and then in the 1800s peanuts became like a quick and easy snack to eat Mm -hmm. so like that's when you get songs like uh like the ballpark song i can't think of any of the words to (laughs) take me out to the ball game that song yeah that one okay there you go Buy me some peanuts and crackers. Yep, bags. yep. Those are the words. <laughs> uh, if they don't win, I don't want to go back. Maybe take me out to the ball game. <laughs> it's root, root, root for the home team. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, whatever that song. Sure. That song. Yeah. <laughs> so peanuts started becoming like street food and like in that kind of things, but nobody turned them into like peanut butter until a little bit later. So peanuts weren't in North America until 
African slaves brought them back to North or brought them over to North America. They weren't in the northern part of the colonies of the United States until Union soldiers brought them back up. Hmm. And then they were just like a popular street food. I don't even but know. But we weren't how, really doing anything with them. I don't even know how peanuts grow. Are they on a tree? No, they're like a... Yeah. It's a, a bush? Yeah. yeah. No, it's a plant. It's like, a plant. Peanuts are like <coughs> potatoes. They grow the exact same way as a what? potato. <laughs> they're like a root vegetable? Basically, yeah. They're not a tree. Not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It, technically, peanuts aren't even nuts. They're well, legumes. So I was they're going legumes. to say, I was going to say, sidebar. I don't, I, I don't know how any <coughs> legumes are grown either. <laughs> like black beans? I don't fucking know. So beans, for the most part, are bush are, are bush things. Like, oh, oh, like I thought you meant like bushes, big beans. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Oof, no. But they, they're like, a bush. Yes. Like vine mm-hmm. bush kind of thing. Okay. Um, Have you guys ever had boiled peanuts? No. Yes. So. I hate peanuts. Okay. You'd hate boiled peanuts. <laughs> so boiled peanuts. I'm not a fan of boiled peanuts. Me either. I do not care for them. Um, it, But it's totally a southern thing. Yeah. Um, But that's when you realize that a peanut is like just like a bean. It's just a mushy, weird. Yeah. Kidney bean thing. This stuff I'm looking shell. up online can't be real. <laughs> oh okay so these they look like they're in pea pods yeah okay yeah i looked up black beans oh yeah they it's yeah so the pod grows on the vine and then just like peas but look at this thing that came up J- jabba jabuticaba plant seeds when i looked up black beans that's not it because no, the black beans are in like pea pods but anyways it's fucked up i don't know how things grow yeah Okay, so anyways, peanuts are okay. <laughs> sure. So peanuts peanuts start to like be eaten by like a wide variety of people. They turn from like a food that or a uh, crop that's predominantly for like livestock or extremely poor people into like a crop that's like a good snack food, but it's still not really widely consumed. Do you guys know who invented peanut butter? I mean, I know I feel like the I guy do. that like gets a lot of credit for all the peanut stuff but i don't know if he actually did it which is george washington carver right i thought he invented peanut right. butter that's why i said i like i feel like there was something about he didn't invent a bunch of things that we thought he did yeah but he did um revolutionize a lot of right things exactly. that we use so he did not invent peanut butter although i always thought he had and it's kind of like a popular misconception or myth that he had i'm feeling very sober all of a sudden <laughs> i mean you're not looking sober so oh well okay uh-huh. the way There's- you just said i'm feeling very sober was like a oh i'm totally fine to drive don't even worry about it i'm fine i'm fine as you drop your keys and stumble down the hallway there's a picture in the drive yes of george washington carver if you want to look upon his very handsome face as we talk about him um so he did not actually invent peanut butter what he did do is he invented over 300 meals containing peanuts okay 300 that's a lot of meals meals um he also invented over 100 products using peanuts like he did uh invented dyes plastics gasoline like a whole bunch of shit that is derived just from peanuts. So peanuts are like the original hemp. <coughs> <laughs> I mean, hemp is the original hemp. Yeah. But peanuts are like. Yeah. They're yeah. very versatile. Yeah. It's a very versatile crop. So a little bit about George Washington Carver, because like what he does is essential to making mm-hmm. peanut butter a thing later on, even though he doesn't invent peanut butter. He was born into slavery in 1864. 
and just days old he had like a fucking wild life this man was kidnapped when he was a baby like when he was a newborn infant and he was carried across state lines because at this time um like if you kidnapped a black child even if they were born into freedom you could sell them as a slave <gasps> yeah that tracks mm. yep um i mean <coughs> super fucked up but that yep. tracks yeah uh so he was sold to slavers in arkansas when he was just days old so they, um, they stole him from his family yeah and the reason why he's returned home is really fucked up too he's returned home because he's technically property so he's stolen property so wait was he stolen from slaves yeah he was born okay. into slavery it doesn't make it better but i just i thought he was born to free Free no. slaves and not that it makes it better. He was still stolen from his family, but okay. But because he was technically property when he was an infant. They had to return him. They Yeah, this his owner was able to hire agents and send them across yeah. state lines oh, to retrieve the property. That's a lesson for y'all. Police only protect property. Not black people. Just throwing that out there. That's sad. Um, he was also incredibly smart. He was accepted to Highland College in Arkansas. Um, so he like wrote the paper and sent in the application. He got accepted. He showed up to campus on the first day. And they're like, you're black. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, what? And he's like, yes. He and like, they're like, you can't be here. He's like, I had no idea. <laughs> so they like revoked his acceptance oh. because he was black. What the fuck? Right. So like his I life. Don't, I don't know why I'm surprised. His like, life is just like wilds, but also makes perfect sense for the times. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so instead of attending college right away, he uh, took claim to a homestead because at this time they were like giving away like land to anyone who was willing to homestead or farm it. Um, so he uh, starts taking up a homestead and he starts conducting his own experience. He takes geological samples from his property so that he can like further his knowledge and understanding of the natural world around him. So he's like, fuck it. They won't let me into college. I'm just going to like study and learn on my own. Um and he was actually a really skilled artist, too. So he begins attending art college in Iowa just so that he can become a better illustrator. So as he's illustrating all of the things that he's finding on his homestead and chronicling, like he can do a better job of doing it like for posterity. So he attends Iowa State University and uh, studies art. And one of his teachers is actually like, hey, you're a really gifted botanist. You should enroll full time in our botany program. So he ends up doing that instead. So he he changes his classes he ends up majoring in botany um and then he ends up going to work for booker t washington who's really famous for founding uh the tuskegee tuskegee i can't say tuskegee 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 i think it's tuskegee tuskegee institute oh lord um he gets hired right after he graduates and he ends up running the whole agriculture department at the university nice yeah uh, he pioneered a whole bunch of stuff that revolutionized the way we farm today. So even though he didn't invent peanut butter, which is what he's like most commonly known for. I don't think I thought that. The, I thought he just like, oh, no, he couldn't have invented peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, I thought he just invented peanuts. I don't know what I thought. Never mind. OK. They didn't teach me about that stuff in school. Well, yeah. We they really glossed over that shit. In New Hampshire. So, um so he contributed something that's really really important that makes peanuts like i said take off and and lays the groundwork for things like peanut butter to be invented and then also he invented something that's really essential today's farming and crops 
So you meant something called crop rotation. Do you guys know what that yes. is? Yes. Okay. Something yeah. that all farmers should do. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. So um, this... You he, should explain what crop rotation is for people that don't know, though. Right. So crop rotation is the idea that essentially if you grow the same thing in the same soil year after year after year, it strips the nutrients of the soil and makes that soil essentially become um, like incapable of growing new things. So it ruins the land. Um, and it also is like just a horrible idea for like for your own investment, for like your own finances as a farmer. Um, before he did all of this research, though, to prove that it did this, farmers didn't understand why soil would just not be good soil. Like after years of growing. What are you talking about? Just water it with Gatorade. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> water it with Gatorade? It's from Idiocracy, which we are now oh. living, by the way. Yes, I know. It's been a very long time since I've watched <laughs> that movie. It's, because it's life now. It's iconic. It's not yeah. even funny anymore because it's what we're living. <laughs> but they water all the crops with Gatorade and they're all dying and they're like, I don't understand. They have all the electrolytes. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, boy. So he he invents this idea of crop rotation, right? And it's really important for today's farmers. Like it it revolutionized the way that our farming works in this country and across the whole world. Um, he the, one of the things I think is really interesting about him is he does all of this stuff, and he's never like an outspoken like slavery is bad or like black people deserve equal rights to white people. But the things that he does are, like, really subversive to, like, the status quo. Oh, okay. So after world, uh, the Civil War, you have all these black sharecroppers who were formerly slaves, right? So they're freed from slavery. We don't fulfill the promise as uh, the American people to actually deliver on the 40 acres and a mule that Lincoln said we oh, would. Oh, no. We just, you know, <clears throat> free them and then expect them to figure it out. Right. Good luck. So you have no resources. Enjoy. Exactly. <laughs> so what happens is most of the plantations of the South can no longer operate as plantations. So the plantation owners decide to lease out their land to sharecroppers. And these sharecroppers are now formerly slaves, now freed black people. So essentially what happens is it perpetuates poverty. Right. So they're the, freed quotations because yeah. the slave masters are still controlling <coughs> their lives. They're still controlling their income and whether they can take care of their families or not. Exactly. So what happens is these plantation owners would lease out sometimes barren land, knowingly barren land Most to the black families <laughs> so that they could collect rents from the black families and then know that it would perpetuate poverty. So the work that George Washington Carver does helps these newly like uh, freed black sharecroppers understand their land and their soil better so that they can make better profits from nice, farming. Nice, 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 nice. So nice. like although like some like as I was reading up about him, a lot of people are like, oh, he never like was outspoken okay. against stuff. Can but- I just say that's not his fucking job. <coughs> right. It's not his. He needs to live his life and make sure that he's he survives. It's not his fucking job to go out there and fix the country that fucking white people fucked up. Right. So that like really pisses me off. Agreed. That's not your fucking job. It's the job of the fucking ex-slave owners to get out of their asses and actually provide for the people that live in their community instead of being like, oh, we're going to fuck them out a bunch of money. Yep. This really reminds me, even though it's like way worse, it really reminds me of when we were talking about uh, redlining mm-hmm. and the real estate agents that would like flip the properties and uh-huh. get, uh-huh. you yep. know, 
people to leave because black people were moving in and then sell for a profit. Obviously, the sharecropper thing is quite a bit worse. Yeah. But, like, this is not his fucking job. This is not his job. Yeah. Just because he's a black person doesn't mean he has to be, like, this insane <coughs> activist. He is just trying to, like, live his life. Agreed. And also contributed a lot to society, so fuck off. All right, yeah. continue. He, but, like, he's this amazing scientist who is constantly, like, taking it by himself to learn and educate people. And he actually brings a lot of his lessons to the road too so he understands that there's like a financial barrier for people to being able to attend college so he like sets up like a little truck and like drives across the country to like teach farmers how to do crop rotation that's amazing that's amazing yeah. so like he had this huge impact on on american farming and part of the reason why he focuses so heavily on peanuts is because after generations of cropping and farming things like cotton it stripped the soil of specific nutrients that could be reinstated through crops like peanuts soybeans or sweet potatoes so peanuts get the most um kind of acknowledgement today like when we look back on history but he also invented a whole bunch of stuff that was derived from uh soybeans and from sweet potatoes too like he actually invented a form of gasoline too that was derived from sweet potatoes so which is crazy to me amazing yeah um so let me see i mean don't the um (coughs) those like really super green oh my god i started sucking on an ice cube (laughs) and now now i have nowhere to put it in my mouth um those cars that run off of oil isn't like painted oil Yes. Or is it like canola? Bio, the, like the biodiesel? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's any oil. I mean, yeah. Oh, wow. Some oh, of it is like used vegetable oil. Oil that yeah. you fry like like French fries. Right. They and get it from like. In. And some of it is peanut they oil. They get it from like fast food restaurants right. and other restaurants and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, we so, don't need that. We're just going to use crude oil forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'll be fine. It's All fine. those dead we'll, dinosaurs. We'll go yeah. send uh, extra some... troops to support the Saudi crown prince who murdered one of our American oh, cause, journalists. Cause it's they, fine. Because they always pay. It's fine. Yep. We have an infinite number of dinosaurs <coughs> that died. It's fine. New ones are dying every day. Look, there's a new <laughs> dinosaur. <laughs> oh, boy. So in addition to just like growing way too much cotton in the South, um, there is also uh, something called the boll weevil. Which is destroying what little cotton crops were left at the mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Carver studied things like uh, the best way to move forward, like the best way to do crop rotation, like how often you should rotate crops. Like I said, what kind of crops could rejuvenate the soil and the nutrients that had been stripped from it. Um, and this work led him to be really be- become like very politically active. So he became the darling of the Peanut Growers Association <laughs> after speaking before them in 1920. Did just everybody ask <clears throat> him to the ball? <laughs> yes. And then his uh, he, dance card was very full. <laughs> he he went in front of Congress too and advocated for imposing tariffs on peanuts grown overseas because he knew that American farmers needed to grow peanuts in order to rejuvenate the soils and then also it was the only way out of poverty for a huge amount of sharecroppers too um and then he also this all led him to creating his over 300 inventions derived from peanuts so like this was the like propelling factor was helping sharecroppers dig out of poverty ensuring that uh soil in the americas could still grow food uh for generations that we would be a self-sufficient country when it came to food production and then uh, like I said, he also grew like a bunch of stuff with sweet potatoes that we never talk about. Um, and then he also, I don't understand what some of my notes 
<laughs> I, wrote, I wrote, he also invented a bunch of stuff with sweet potatoes that we never talk about. The next bullet says not one <laughs> included peanut butter. Oh, like none of his inventions. Because he didn't invent peanut butter. <laughs> he didn't invent peanut butter. I right, get it Yes, now. yes, yes, yes. I just didn't. So why are we talking about him so much, Amy? This episode is about peanut butter. I know. So if it wasn't for him in lobbying Congress, okay. there would not be a ton of peanut farmers. Um, throughout the southern United States. And all of those peanut farmers throughout the southern United States, they continue to grow in power and number, working with organizations like the Peanut Growers Association, and they continue to, to do the work that George Washington Carver did, which is find new and innovative uses for peanuts, because they realized that this crop was good for American economies, it was good for sharecroppers, it was good for the soil, but like we need to make a use for it. So it's kind of like, like today... Where we have like an insane amount of people who grow corn, but we don't actually consume that amount of corn. Yeah. What the United States used to do is we used to send all that corn overseas to help feed hungry people in other countries. Um, we stopped doing yeah, that. Yeah, no, now we just store it in warehouses. We store it in warehouses. We use it for animal feed for animals that should not be eating it. We put it in our gasoline to make ethanol. Like, we do a whole bunch. We make plastic out of it, which actually puts more pollutants in the environment. We do a bunch of crazy shit with corn because we grow too much corn. Um, yeah, <laughs> that also tracks. Unless not, yeah, <laughs> it all it's tracks. Fine. It's fine. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, and we're probably gonna start doing the same thing with soy because all the tariffs in China. Well, I was just gonna say, <laughs> not to mention the fact that all of those corn growers are, growers are subsidized. Well, it's hard. It's yeah, hard not for growing actual food. And soy producers in the United States because of Monsanto, right? Because they own literally all the soy. Yeah, it's hard because they're like. It's hard we've out created, here for a farmer. We've created an environment with the federal government where there's subsidies for crops that like we really should stop growing or yeah. start like slowing down on growth. There's also tariffs so that our markets overseas, our global markets are shrinking. Um, there's also organizations like Monsanto who are monopolizing seeds um, and like sue farmers into oblivion. Like it's a really weird messed up yeah. landscape for farming right now. <laughs> I just snorted in the mic. I'm it's sorry. fine. Your cat is so, so cute. Yeah. If since George Washington Carver didn't invent peanut butter, let's talk who about did? who did. So there's three possibilities. Although the first one, I'm gonna. I'm pretty s- sure it's wait, not Jimmy Carter. Wait, what is this? Are you talking about cocktails? How do we not know? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, because every fucking cocktail has like three different stories oh, yeah, about right, where right, it originated right, 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 and right. who invented right. it. I didn't realize peanut butter was similar. So Canada has a different origination story than the United States. Fuck Canada. Whatever. They think think they're so great. The Canadians are so great with like their hot prime minister. Um, Who did blackface. Yeah. Yeah, And brownface. I know. But I mean, he's an attractive man. But also, you know, not great. He's still an imperialist scum. Yeah. But also they do have universal health care. So anyway, universal health care. And they did march at the climate. March. Yes. He's trying to do better. Yeah. He's trying to do better. But still, blackface not okay. No. Blackface not okay. Never okay. Never okay. I've gone 31 years of my life and never donned brownface or blackface. I don't know why it's so hard for people. Yeah. Yeah. It's not not like a big, it's not a thing. I've never struggled with it. Well, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, uh, first dude we're going to talk about is a Canadian. Uh, His name is Marcellus Gilmore Edson is a mouthful of a fucking name uh he is the first guy to mill roasted peanuts okay um and he 
does it in 1884, which is about 10 years earlier than any other dude. Oh, okay. Okay. So he's got the earliest claim. He is Canadian, though. Right. So So that's working against him. So they're... So their way of telling time might be different. Right. And their heads just go up and down. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Um, so he files a patent in the United States, too. He's also the first to file a patent in the U.S., even though he's Canadian. Uh, and his patent uh, describes the substance as having, quote, a consistency like that of butter, lard, or ointment. Uh, <laughs> Always how you want to describe your food stuff. Yeah, always. Um, not much is known about him. There's like literally no information I could find about this person as a person um, other than his patent and filed in 1884. So that's that's all the information I have. Um, the other people are going to be much more famous names that mm-hmm. we're going to recognize. And they hold the titles in the United States as having first invented peanut butter. But I'm pretty sure they just stole the idea from this Canadian dude. That sounds right. Yeah. So the first. I mean, we're real good at stealing shit. Yeah. So. We are. That's that's us. That's our brand. Uh, like people. Yeah. Like people. <laughs> um, Dr. John Harvey Kellogg. We've talked about him <gasps> briefly in the past. And oh, we have a whole. This motherfucker. Yeah. We have a whole episode planned about him at some future date. I mean, he's not Sylvester Stallone Graham Bell. Right. <laughs> You know. Yes. So I'm happy you mentioned uh, Sylvester Stallone Graham Bell because uh, we did mention him during the Graham Cracker episode. Um, like, uh, which I will say, sidebar, <laughs> peanut butter on Graham Cracker <gasps> is amazing, amazing. Right? Like is one of the best. So it's peanut, it's almost as if peanut butter on Graham Crackers was like Kellogg with Graham. It's crazy how that works. Oh, my God. They're like a gay couple. Yeah. <gasps> Except Methodists or something. That, that was, was a Adventist. so high pitched. I was going to say Methodists and Protestants are totally here for the gays. Yeah. Uh, so we mentioned him on the Graham Cracker episode. He, like Graham, was a health food nut. He's part of a bigger movement at the time. We'll get into it a later episode. He was episode. also into curbing the whole sexual desires right. thing. He wanted to use diet to help you lead a straight and narrow and boring life. Uh, only, he emphasis on straight. Only, yeah. only missionary. No butt stuff. No butt stuff. <laughs> he outlawed vibrators. Didn't like women riding bicycles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Honey, the amount of times that I've gotten off riding a bicycle, <laughs> let me tell you, I can't even ride one. I barely get two feet. <laughs> it's better than most women. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> Two feet. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I got I have to describe a dick joke. It loses its <laughs> I mean, something it, lost in translation. It wasn't a very good one. <laughs> well, then. Okay, so he grew up in Michigan. He was part of the Seventh day Adventists. Uh, he helped publish a journal about health under the church. He was a big advocate for temperance. He created Kellogg cereal. And like Graham, he opened up like his own little like health commune in 1876. And he invents all sorts of foods. So he invents things like granola, cornflakes, other things. And in 1895, he patents a process for making peanut butter from raw peanuts. So it differs slightly from the Canadian recipe because it doesn't use roasted peanuts. And he builds it as a protein supplement specifically for people without teeth. Uh, so it's got a very, very specific target. But I mean, he's not, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> 
you know. But if you don't have milk, you're in trouble. You're just you know? gonna gum it all day. No, I'm not. Not no. Yeah. Roast. No, I mean peanut go. butter. If you don't have some sort of beverage to wash it down. Have you ever seen the commercial? With the guy that gets he gets calls into the radio station to answer a question, but he's eating a big giant. It's a got milk commercial. He's eating a big giant peanut butter sandwich, and he can't find any milk. Yes. So he's like, "Can I? Can you? Can hold on one second? <laughs> hold on one second here. Do you know what the question is that they ask on I, that commercial? Oh do, do you know what the commercial is? The it's question fucking, is it's fucking Hamilton. Yeah, I the know. Question is. Who shot Alexander Hamilton? And he's trying to say Aaron Burr. Yeah, he can't. And he can't. A because he doesn't have any milk. Uh And I'm pretty sure, isn't it the? uh, Anyway, we just fucking blew out the (laughs) bit. You got very excited about the fact that had anything to do with fucking Hamilton. What I know, what I what I really got excited about is I didn't know that anybody still remembered that commercial. And I'm pretty sure, (laughs) isn't that um. Isn't the that actor? Um, oh, he's in a ton of shit. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Um, Isn't it? So, what's his name's brother? Oh, uh, Ra- um, no, mm. it's not Ramy. Is that who no, you're no, no, thinking no. of? It's no. someone's brother. It's someone's brother. I don't remember who though. I'm pretty sure it's. Um, I don't know whose I'll, brother. I'll come up with it. Yeah, we'll talk. Okay. We'll figure it out later. Yep. So what were you saying, Amy? Anyway, Hamilton sidebar. So. <laughs> Oh, that, Melissa you're back. In, that Melissa, in, you know, instigated. <laughs> instigated. You're yes. back. We got to have yes. a Hamilton sidebar. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Kellogg. Kellogg. Possible player. 1895. Ten years after the Canadian invents it for senior citizens who need protein but don't have teeth. Okay. Uh, I also, like, I started thinking, like, philosophically, I guess, about <laughs> senior citizens. The olds, as you the might olds, say. The elderlies. The olds <laughs> during this time. And how set like this was invented as like a response to like elderly people are dying from malnutrition just because, because they, they can't, can't chew. eat. And mm. I was just like, like just, that's so sad. Just just mash that stuff up, man. Yeah. Who like like I understand you don't have blenders, but like you, you cut, got you got you a got, mortar and pestle. Yeah, you got blades. You got mortar and pestles. Like just mash that shit up. Yeah. Feed those booze. I don't know. It just made me sad. Yeah. So this the third guy, Dr. Ambrose Straub from St. Louis, Missouri, uh, he patents his peanut butter making machine in 1903. And it's for the same exact reason that Kellogg makes peanut butter, which is to help patients who are elderly and don't have teeth but need protein. Uh, he introduces peanut butter at the St. Louis World Fair. Uh, I was waiting. Why? Meet me in St. Louis. Oh, okay. okay. Meet me, me at the fair. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we'll have a musical sidebar that isn't Hamilton. Melissa will be so happy. I, I appreciate. <laughs> I put I put in parentheses in my notes. Look at Kate. <laughs> You meet me in St. Louis. Yes. Uh, so yes. that I would know, remember to make eye contact. Because I knew you would know. That's the one with the actual have yourself a Merry Christmas, right? Saint, meet me in St. Louis. Yes. I the original that one that's actually so. like super sad before Frank Sinatra bastardized it and yeah. make, made it like a happy. Yeah. I mean, it's not happy, but like. She that's the has has a trolley song. It has so many good songs I think, in it. Yeah, yes. I think "Have Yourself a Merry Christmas" is from that. And one. she's got fucking horrible bangs in that movie. I mean, 
who cares man because no it's sad because they like didn't know how to how to like work with her face mm. She was a gorgeous woman, and they just kept telling her that she wasn't gorgeous. I think she's still gorgeous in that, even with the bad bangs. Yeah. So it's such a good Judy Garland sidebar over. (laughs) It's over when I say it's over. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. I thought you might want to get back on top of it. My bad. Okay. So those are the the three possible candidates for having invented peanut butter. Okay. Okay. I mean, is peanut butter made from roasted peanuts? Yes. Like the what yeah. we eat now today. What yeah. we eat now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so then that first it's guy the invented Canadian. it. Yeah. Right. That we Canadian. all are like, but I mean, him. we weren't. I have nothing against Canadians. <laughs> Canada seems great. I guess it was just Kate and I. I mean, their president <laughs> had some, you know, issues in the past, but he's still fucking better than ours. Yeah. What about the ex-Toronto mayor? I don't know what that means. The crackhead. I don't know. Was it Rob Ford? Was that his name, Rob Ford? Oh, he's like Donald Trump before Donald Trump. But was he the president? No, or the he was prime minister. He was the mayor. Is Trudeau the prime minister? minister. They don't have a president because they're still technically they're a sovereign nation. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Anyways, anywho, so they got less problems than us. (laughs) Some of the same, but less. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if it, I'll concede I mean, that. And to be and to be fair, pretty soon Montreal is going to be like climate wise exactly like what That's we're used true. to. So <laughs> That's I'm, true. I'm all for that. They're only getting warmer, yeah. so we're going to have to move up eventually, yeah. Yeah. anyways. It's fine. The caribou will die. We'll have more land. Oh my god! The caribou can all go live with Sarah Palin. It'll be fine. They'll. She will hunt them from helicopters. <laughs> no, that's only wolves. Only wolves. <laughs> I don't think she discriminates against no, that's living animals. Specifically, what they hunt from helicopters is I, wolves. I'm just saying. I think she won't. She will hunt anything from a helicopter. Her heart's gonna be like people. That's accurate. <laughs> starting starting with her uh, future ex husband. Yeah. Oh, it's okay to attack her for her divorce because she attacked all of Americans because of their families. Mm-hmm. So yeah. fuck that bitch. Yeah, yep. agree. So I'm happy she's getting divorced. Get out, man. Get out. I don't know. I think <laughs> he's. Anyway. He's probably trash too, yeah, but still, so, yeah. if they could be unhappy, I'm I'm here for it. So they should stay together <laughs> so that they can make each other oh, unhappy. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Plot twist. Yeah. All right. Okay. Peanut butter. So we have the three guys who possibly mentioned it. We're pretty sure it's a Canadian dude because he has the first patent and it's roasted, yeah. not raw peanuts. Uh, in the 1920s, a chemist by the name of Joseph Rosefields comes along, and he uses partially hyd. Hydrogenized? Hydrogenated? Hydrogenated. Hydrogenated. That's it. Bingo. Oil. To smooth it out? Yeah. Mm -hmm. To prevent separation. And he invents the first smooth. Oh, that's the shit. Peanut butter. That's the shit. So fuck those last three guys. Yeah, it's really this guy. This guy. Rosenblum. This guy. Rosefield. But yeah. <laughs> you know, like Rosenblum or, yeah. or Rosenstuck or yeah, whatever. Rosen- you know. So in 1928, yeah. he licenses his invention to Peter Pan, which becomes the first commercially successful oh, peanut butter I've never company. Had peanut butter, uh, peanut pan. Pe- <laughs> yep, three times, three times fast. Peter Pan peanut butter. That's a tongue twister. I've never had that. I, I think, haven't And either. they think they still sell it. They do. Yeah. 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 Never had and it. then uh, 1932, he decides, fuck Peter Pan. <laughs> no, Peter Pan's a child. You can't do that. But is Metaphorically. He though? But is he, though? And then I was going to say, isn't he a long life? He, he strikes out <laughs> on his own, and he founds the only 
good <laughs> peanut butter. But so it's not skippy. So it's not even the OG. Skippy. So you lied. Peter skippy. Pan peanut butter is the OG. But he's the inventor of it. But Peter Pan came before Skippy. But just because the dude who Ska founded Skippy came before Reagan. <laughs> None of you are going to get that reference. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. Literally, only my husband will get that reference, and he doesn't listen to this. So, <laughs> But Lost. Peter Pan came first, so you can't yes. even say Skippy's not okay, even the Joseph OG. Joseph Rosefield is the OG, and he founded Skippy, so fuck you. It <laughs> doesn't make it better. <laughs> okay, so I, we talked a little bit earlier about peanut butter in Europe, and I have some, like, fun facts so just so you guys know next uh next week we're gonna have a <coughs> blind taste test of yes peanut butters okay it's happening okay. yes so we'll have to because we're also recording two episodes yeah so we'll have to start early and uh we'll have to record part of it the peanut butter fudge brownies i made tonight are made with skippy okay that's fine it's not a brownie it's obviously gonna be good like i'm not saying <laughs> skippy isn't good peanut butter i'm saying jeff is better <laughs> radio silence it's just amy and i doing you want to fucking fight faces at each they're other scaring me everyone <laughs> they're scaring me let watch me, watch me, me sh- fucking pick skippy i don't even know the last time i had skippy was when my ex-boss bought it for the store and he bought reduced fat oh, oh fuck that no. yeah no. two giant jars of reduced i'm like why is this peanut butter weird oh because it's trash that's why yeah that reduced fat anything is trash anyways choosy mom's choosy. peanut butter and you're up <laughs> Uh, you can't yell into the mic, Amy. <laughs> I can do whatever the fuck I want. All right. Well, you Off know. the hinges. Oh, my God. <laughs> so um, there was a, an article I read about peanut butter in Europe written by uh, Huffington Post. Mm. And they interviewed someone uh, whose name is uh, Brian Sternthal. But he's a professor of marketing at North and Northwest. <laughs> You can do it, Amy. I believe in you. Why are you giving me? I'm, I'm offering. Oh. Fucking, I'm like cheering you on. Does it help bitch? me calm down? Okay. <laughs> Northwestern University's Kellogg School of I Management. I thought it was going to be some like weird, hard to say name. <laughs> nope. It's just Northwestern. <laughs> That's why I you the bird. Just trying to help. <laughs> Whatever. But he works for the Kellogg School of Management. And he's nice. talking about peanut butter. It just cracks me up. I don't know. <laughs> okay. It's a history joke, damn it. Uh, <laughs> so uh, he said, quote, in many parts of the world, peanut butter is regarded as an unpalatable American curiosity. It's like Vegemite for Americans. So the average okay. European. That's not fair, though. No, I mean, it's not. Vegemite is like eating a tablespoon of salt that's true uh, yeah I, i'm just saying, even people like, that like vegemite they like like a thin layer on a piece of toast <laughs> but you can't eat national... you can't eat vegemite or marmite out of the jar and if you do you're a fucking monster Ooh. that's true peanut butter you can totally yeah eat you can jar. totally that's eat it out true. of the jar and you can put it in almost anything <laughs> so except for a drink uh the well, average a milkshake is fine but alcoholic beverage i don't know yeah, the average European eats less than one tablespoon of peanut butter per year. What? When I s- told this to Jake, he also said what, and then he goes, "What do they do? Trip and have a spoon laying in their mouth?" Because <laughs> yeah. like, how do you only eat that much? Right? Do they not have peanut butter cookies? No. So 
there's a specific kind of like peanut butter like Do they not have Reese's peanut butter cups? No, they don't have peanut butter cups, but there's like a specific it's almost like a Twix shaped like cookie bar thing that is made with peanut butter in it. So those exist in Europe, but it's like a very small peanut butter to wafer and chocolate ratio. Obviously not terribly popular. And then they have Nutella. That's not peanut butter. Right. It's hazelnut and chocolate. I know. It's like not even remotely as healthy (laughs) as peanut butter. I know. But I'm saying like they have things that like we like I associate with eating with peanut butter. Like, Mm. well, isn't fluff like just a New England thing, too? Greg and I were just watching something the other day and they were trying to get people to guess fluff like they were blindfolded and they were trying to figure out what they were like tasting or whatever and someone brought up fluff and utter and three or two out of the three people on camera were like I don't know what that is I've never had that before yeah I'm pretty sure fluff I don't know what fluff is yeah I think fluff and utter specifically too and fluff fudge is a New England thing which whatever y'all y'all are fucking missing out a fluff and utter is like next to godliness it's real good oh my god it's so good best way to make rice crispy treats too uh mm. i disagree okay <coughs> i prefer actual Mini marshmallow yes yeah, no i use regular oh. sized marshmallows and everybody says my rice krispies are the best rice krispies i've ever had mm. <laughs> all right <laughs> wow i also make caramel ones and peanut Ooh. butter ones i make peanut butter rice krispie treats Ooh, that's they're giving. fucking bomb that's not that does sound amazing they're that so really bad. good anyways well you're gonna so, have three jars of peanut butter leftovers <laughs> after next week so. that's true okay mm, that's true all right so uh, Europeans eat less than one tablespoon. Guess how many, uh, how much peanut butter Americans eat every year on average? Well, it sounds like the two of you are skewing the scale <laughs> on this. So, so, how much peanut butter is in the extra large jar of Jif? <laughs> Hold on, you keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa is running. I'm gonna guess that it's 24 ounces. <coughs> how big is an extra large jar? Uh, I don't have an extra large jar. She's running back. <laughs> I have a medium sized dr- jar. Oh, oh my God. I can't figure out my headphones. Uh, oh no, your- it's the nightmare all over again. <laughs> uh, we're back at episode two. <laughs> Whatever it was. Okay. So the jar I have that's almost empty and I just bought like less than a week ago uh, is 28 ounces. Oh, 28 ounces. So I probably eat almost 1,500 ounces of peanut butter a year. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a little I mean, high. I'm probably on par with that, too. I've been eating a little bit more than normal, um, but it's it's around there. So the average American eats three pounds. What's that in ounces? <laughs> like 848. Oh, I opened my Starbucks no, app. 56. Three right? pounds. Right. Who can do that? Two now? ounces. That's 48 ounces. Yeah, 48 ounces. That's not that much. That's only like two, two jars of that medium size. Yeah. Not even the big size. That seems really low. But that's low. per person. Does Greg ever eat peanut butter? Oh, no. That's true. Like, he'll eat, if he has nothing else in the house, he'll have like a peanut butter sandwich. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't really eat. Yeah, he loves peanut butter cookies, but he doesn't eat much straight okay. peanut butter. Yeah, I don't either. I'm mostly the peanut butter consumer. In the- but that's also on average. That's cons- that's considering some people who maybe have a, like, peanut a, allergy. A peanut allergy. You know, just eat some peanuts. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, um, 
What's that therapy where they just... Anaphylactic shock? They just shock ex- therapy? <laughs> they just expose you to the thing over and over yeah. again. And it's exposure pray therapy. The yeah. pray, pray if you just the, keep eating peanuts... Pray the peanut so allergy away. Pray the peanut allergy away. Yeah. yeah. Funny thing is, that's actually like the Israelis' approach to peanut allergies. The Israelis are the one oh, uh, no. country outside of America that eat a shit ton of peanut and peanut butter. And they have a lot of peanut butter cookies. And they actually have the lowest rate of peanut allergies among mm. all... Uh, countries and they like they consume their level of consumption of peanut butter is on well, par there, or greater there than ours is an argument to be made if you consume certain things while you're pregnant right you can try and yeah and they avoid allergies in, i don't know if that's real science in the u.s doctors um tell new mothers to avoid feeding their babies anything with peanuts in it for yeah, at least like six any to six to twelve months super known allergens right, right. like, like um, you're not supposed to feed uh babies like egg whites like uh, like a whole bunch of stuff that like has you know like you said known allergens yeah so like there's a theory where like because the israelis like eat a bunch of peanut stuff from a very early age like babies in israel will eat like peanut paste or like things with peanut in them. Like as soon as they can I eat solid I feel like foods. if I had a baby, I would give them <clears throat> peanut butter almost immediately. But also the thing is, is like if your baby goes into anaphylactic shock, like they don't necessarily have all the signs or symptoms. That right. Like oh, my God. An adult does. Well, so I like, mean, that's the thing, right? So parents are terrified. Right. Even though humans have made it. Right. A long, long, long time. Well, children eating that stuff. I mean, a lot of kids used to die. From mysterious illnesses. Right. You know, when it was probably like an allergy. An allergy or like, I don't know, epilepsy right. or like whatever. But yeah, yeah, that might be just like going outside and playing in the dirt and stuff when you're little, hypothetically, boosts your immune system. Right. Did you know that getting tattoos boosts your immune system? I did not know that. Yeah. New study. The more tattoos you have, the stronger your immune system tends to be. So it gets stronger every time you get a tattoo because your body goes into like overdrive to heal, Mm, I guess. And then it like produces new white blood cells or something. I don't know. Science. Very cool. Science, 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 science. science, Anyways, sorry. Israelis Um, love peanut butter. (laughs) A few more quick facts. So the U.S. is the third largest producer of peanuts. Georgia and Texas are the two major peanut producing states. China and India are the first and second largest producers, respectively. Uh, so China and India make more, grow more peanuts than we do. And then more than half of the American peanut crop goes into making peanut butter. That's how much we fucking love peanut wow, butter. Wow, that's a lot of yes. peanut butter. And then U.S. presidents Jimmy Carter and Thomas Jefferson were both peanut farmers. Hmm. Um, which is kind of funny because I feel like Jimmy Carter has like this real like like folksy, like came from humble beginnings but he's story all, yeah he's also i feel like he's also kind of known for <coughs> peanuts like right. i i automatically associate him with peanuts and i didn't know why yeah i that's, assume that's, yeah, why. that's why yeah uh and then it takes about 540 peanuts to make one 12 ounce jar of peanut butter that's a lot of peanuts yep and then also I'm, who buys such a small jar of peanut butter i don't know <laughs> not americans the, little, the jar of peanut butter at my house is always the smallest jar why i I use peanut butter like in my baking all the time. I put I do peanuts peanut butter in a lot of sauces that I make like if yeah. I'm making mm-hmm. sauce and stuff. But my husband eats peanut butter on a bagel pretty much every I mean, single it's morning. So good, like yeah, just about every single morning. Oh, I have been eating a lot of peanut butter on celery lately. Oh my god, yeah, that's so good too. Good. Yeah, real good. I just no. introduced my kids to that. <gasps> no so raisins. Good. 
fuck the raisins. Look, yo, <laughs> if you put raisins on it, I wouldn't complain, but oh, I'm no. also not going to go through the effort to put raisins I'm on it. I'm not a big raisin person. So someone I was interacting with on Twitter earlier or uh, the other day, they said you're perfect like movie theater food or mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I said popcorn mm-hmm. with raisinettes like at the same time. Oh. So fucking good. And they were like, I hate raisins. So basically, fuck you. That's not what they said. Right, right, right. They I were hate, fine with it. I hate but- raisins and popcorn. It's like what? the worst movie theater food. How can you hate popcorn? It gets stuck in my teeth and I have really sensitive teeth. Yeah, that's what a water pick's for, bitch. I'm like... I, we're both being very hostile to I each am, other tonight and I don't know why. I am infuriated right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love peanut fat. I love popcorn so much. Yeah. Greg and I just went and saw It Chapter 2 and we got a thing of popcorn and I kept asking him if he wanted any and he was like, no, 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 no. And then I ate the entire bag of popcorn and then he was like, oh. is there any popcorn left? And I was like, no, bitch. Jan does that too. I asked you like I'm six like, times and the last time I asked him, I said, I'm going to eat it all. Yeah. Because I did. <laughs> See, sometimes I, I want to go to the movies just. To have oh my popcorn. god! Right, the and it wasn't even. It good. wasn't even fresh popcorn. No, it was kind of old. Movie theater popcorn is. I make better popcorn at home. No, sometimes it's when it's fresh. It's, it's really, really good, good. <coughs> and I get light butter. Mm-hmm. Usually, mm-hmm. Greg eats the very top layer off because that's the most butter soaked yeah. part, and yeah. it's too buttery for me. But he didn't this time. I ate the entire thing. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's so good. It See, was my lunch. It hurts my teeth and it makes my tummy upset. It like mm. settles in my stomach. Like I a definitely lot. had an upset tummy after, but I didn't care. And I also had kernels stuck in my teeth, but I got a fancy water pick. Mm. Well, I got a receding gums. I got big gaps in between my teeth. <laughs> I need a water pick. Does it hurt? What the, the water? water pick? No, yeah. I love it. Really, I love it because I hate flossing mm. because mm. I have a weird um, phobia of Cutting. pulling too hard on my teeth. Mm. Um, that like I'm just gonna it's ridiculous I'm I, gonna like pull a tooth out yep, or something I hear you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hate it so they told me to get a water pick because I have the receding gum liner or whatever mm-hmm. and I got it and I fucking love it I love it it took a second to get used to but you can set it you set it on the lowest setting first mm-hmm. and then you can like I'm up on the medium setting now and just the stuff that comes out it's gross right wild yeah wild <laughs> Way better than flossing. Huh. And oh, it doesn't boy. freak me out because it's just water. Right. I'm not like pulling. Yeah. Anyways, water pick's great. You should invest in one. Okay. Uh, Popcorn's d- great. You should eat yeah, more it's of it. really good. But I continue. guess I'm I'm the outlier tonight. I don't. Nobody likes my peanut butter. <laughs> I, I, I think popcorn's I told gross. you. Like, look, if, if Skippy was my <clears throat> only option, I would still eat it. It's not like bad. That's if human flesh was my only option, I would still eat it. But it's bad, probably. <laughs> I hear it smells really bad, but that's probably just the hair cooking. But you know what? Sometimes you're in a sticky situation and you gotta eat some long pig. <laughs> what? Kate's losing you know, it. sometimes you crash in the Andes with your soccer team and you know, you gotta, you gotta eat improvise. The, you gotta eat the dead. Yep. <laughs> roast that shit i mean like i don't know that i'd be able to eat it raw but like if i had to cooked you know you just close your eyes and yeah i mean my pret- students pretended something else research the donner party for their first research yeah, you project. know yeah hearing the conversation i hear it's very similar great. i hear it's very similar to pork yeah so it's called long pig yeah long pig <laughs> okay one more <laughs> peanut fact 
The average American <laughs> child eats 1,500 PB&J sandwiches before graduating from high school. Uh, for an entire year of my life when I was little, I ate nothing but peanut butter and grape jelly sandwiches. So all of those results have been skewed by one yeah. year of Melissa's yeah. life. Yeah. My mom took me to the doctor. Melissa that's up the scale. That's how concerned she was. And the doctor was like, eh, it's peanut butter. She's getting her nutrients. She's fine. <laughs> She'll grow out of it. And to this day, I can't eat grape jelly. My nephew. Oh, my nephew is a is a super taster mm-hmm. um mm. or has some yeah are you yeah my taste buds are all fucking so weird that, i don't so believe you that's a <laughs> why are you so hostile <laughs> i don't get it but he you think you're so special you super taster and you're super smelling <laughs> do you have super, i used yeah super smell too melissa and i know her, her you told this story on the podcast before i don't care <laughs> I don't remember it. She did. Yeah, go ahead. Melissa <laughs> came back from lunch. Oh, I do. And then remember. I would be like, "You this ate? You had? Yeah. yeah." And she would get freaked out. I remember. I don't think I was ever freaked out. You I wasn't thought- like, "You're a witch," you know? <laughs> no, but you were like, "You were weird." Well, I mean, that still <laughs> holds true. That's why I like you. <laughs> so, yeah, but he's this. He, he has the super taster thing and it's really affected and he's like a little kid and it's really affected how that must be hard yeah he's he must be super picky and yeah so it is hard melissa you're not a fucking super taster you just are picky yes, you just only like mozzarella sticks and pizza i throw up when i eat certain foods because they I don't think have that's such a, a visceral reaction i don't think to that's them. a super taster greg throws up when he eats a meat that he doesn't hasn't eaten before that's true. 100%. If That's he eats bizarre. something he's never eaten before, he'll throw up. I'm sorry, Kate. Go on. So he, <laughs> but literally the only thing that this kid eats, he eats peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but it has to be on the specific kind of bread that I bet it's, I don't know what kind of, I, I'm not even, I'll ask, I'll ask for next week. Um, what kind of peanut butter is but it's specific kind of oh, peanut okay. butter i'm it's, like i don't know what i don't care what type of bread it is it's only a specific kind of um oh my god i of jelly and i hope it's skippy just so i can be angry yeah yeah i'll find out but it's gonna be skippy literally Doubtful. been it's since, like natural like fucking i don't know no 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 it's definitely it's not okay. no it's um but so he definitely skews the scale too like for since he was I think he's 14 now. So since he was probably three. Yikes. And apples. And that's it. Like, Can he pick out the flavors and stuff? Because isn't that kind of like a super taster can like isolate all the flavors in a thing? So I don't know. I don't know whether that's part of it. I just know it's this. The- you would be really good at like tasting wine if you were a super taster. Like you'd be able to pick out every note nuance and nuance. But I don't know what they are like to identify them. Because I have such a limited palate. You know what I mean? Like I've eaten su- <laughs> such limited food. Eat and- more shit. If you're a super taster, you have to use it for good. No, because it like. Use I'm it for good, you, Amy. It makes like sometimes I will eat something where it's like the texture will yeah. immediately but make that, me that's gag not or say, throw up. That's not super taster. Yes, it is. <laughs> super tasters are more affected by textures yeah, of food in addition to taste. The bitters are more bitter. The sweets are more sweet. The salties are more salty. And the and why you like are sweet more- stuff? Wouldn't it be unbearably sweet? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think. All I, I know is I did the test in high school. There's like a special, specific chemical where if you can smell it and other people can't, most what? other people can't smell it. What? If you can smell it, you're a super taster. Where do you get this chemical? I don't fucking. I want to get this chemical. Is this a thing? 
Yes. And it means the shape of your taste buds is different. You have a heightened sense of... Well, that's like... I mean, Greg has that genetic defect where cilantro tastes weird. And yeah, apparently t- apparently Dan's mom yeah, does, too. Yeah. 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 Chemical... Jesus. That, is there one more story? Or was uh, that the last story? That was the last tidbit. <laughs> I just wanted to tie it all together in a nice bow, but I'll wait till Melissa's done. <laughs> Sidebar. <laughs> Can I tell you the auto autofill things when I put in chemical that? Oh, God. Chemical that makes you sleep. <laughs> chemical that makes you happy. Chemical that kills mildew. Chemical that makes you pass out. Chemical that causes popcorn lung. <laughs> it was saying to us about popcorn. <laughs> no, it's because of the vapes. And oh. those vape-related deaths. Now we're going to ban vapes. You know, we're not going to Guns ban- are cool. Yeah, guns are totally cool, guys, but let's yeah. ban vapes, even though most of the fucking vape juice that causes that shit is, like, not up and up vape juice. Right, it's black market shit. Yes. It's called, it's called dank vape. <laughs> I had to hear... <laughs> I had to hear NPR reporters who are probably 20 years older than me say dank vape fucking a million times today. That's amazing. Dank vape. What is this dank vape? Let's talk to someone on the ground. Let's talk to Ira Glass about dank vape. (laughs) Dank vape sounds like a pretty cool vape brand name, but you'd be surprised. Do you like broccoli? No. Spinach? No. Coffee? No. Beer? Uh, no. Chocolate? Yes. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. I don't like dark chocolate. I can't stand how, like, it tastes very bitter to yes. me. Yes. Yeah, 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 <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, 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 A taste test from science buddies. Oh, Jesus. Um. You answered mostly A's. That means you like boys. <laughs> Wait, no, this is like an at-home You'll test. You'll grow up living in a shack on yeah. <laughs> This is an at-home test. Here's what you need. Oh, so it's definitely legitimate. Paper hole (laughs) reinforcers or clean wax paper, a standard hole puncher and scissors, water and soap, at least five volunteers, blue food coloring, one glass of water for each volunteer, magnifying glass, a bright light or flashlight, scrap of paper, and a pen or pencil. This is a very in-depth at-home test. I was expecting a Cosmo quiz. (laughs) okay so wash your hands thoroughly with soap have the first volunteer open his or her mouth place a drop of blue food coloring on the tip of his or her tongue do not let the tip of the food coloring tube touch the volunteer's tongue have the volunteer take a mouthful of water swish it around in his or her mouth and then spit it out Ask the volunteer to make his or her tongue relatively dry by swallowing a couple of times. The remaining dye should stain all Kate of the. Both trying to stain all of the dry. All of the, <laughs> all of the tongue blue except for the fungiform papillae, which will look like relatively large, lighter blue or pink bumps. These papillae are where the taste buds are. Put a wax paper ring. Or a paper hole reinforcer <laughs> on the tip of the volunteer's Melissa, tongue. We are too drunk to in do the this. area that has been dyed. Use a magnifying glass under bright light. Count the number of papillae. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! They just said nothing about a magnifying glass. I did up here. In yeah. The, it, yes. Who has all of these things other than a kindergarten teacher? I mean, it just says those are the materials you need. Old people have magnifying glasses. I bet you could find a magnifying glass in your house. Yeah, because I, I live with old people. Yeah, I guarantee you have one. <laughs> So it looks like you're counting the taste buds. Uh-huh. Don't count the really tiny bumps, just the larger ones. 
Repeat. Do How guys, many papillae do, did most people have? Did people have different amounts? Some having a lot more than others. Knowing that if a person has more than 30, they are considered a super taster. Were there any super tasters in your volunteer group? If so, how many? We're fucking doing this. We're not, not doing tonight. it right now. No, not we're not tonight. doing it right now. Hold on. I'm bookmarking it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> do you guys have that bump on the roof of your mouth? Since we're talking about weird shit in our mouths. <laughs> I don't have a bump on the roof of my mouth, but um, that bone that sticks down. No, okay. it just goes silent because we're all like, <laughs> I do. And I'm I the have only person. That I have ask. Uh, underneath my tongue, like on the inside of my gums, on the sides, the bones like protrude out. Oh, yeah, they're like sharp, oh, which terrifies me because my mom also had those, and they had to pound them down with a mallet. Ah. Yeah, because she got bone shards. And because she's a, a, a recovering addict, they couldn't give her any narcotics. So she had to do it completely. Oh. Yeah. Fucking terrifying. All right. I bookmarked that. We're going to do that as well Great. as the um, fucking peanut butter. It's happening. Taste test. I want to do that thing to Greg, too. I wonder if he'll let me do it. Doubtful. To, I'm going to research other ways to see if people are super tasty. Yeah. And then when... If and when it is determined that you are a super taster, I will eat crow, except not literally because crows are amazing. But, you know, whatever. You can tell me to do something. I'll do it. Oh, whatever. Okay. I trust Dog you. Dog park. Naked peanut but, butter. But that, <laughs> I can't be completely naked. I'd get arrested. <laughs> but, like, I would do that. So it's not really a punishment. Uh, you say that you would, but... <laughs> Who says I'm trying to punish you? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. I got, like, my closing statements. <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh my thesis here is <laughs> in summation <laughs> in summation uh peanut butter is really like an all-american food for sure because we stole it from brown people yeah then we forced more brown people to plant it for us mm-hmm. after we kidnapped them from their homeland mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh and then when we freed those brown people we uh we fucked cheated up their them. land we cheated mm-hmm. them and then they they grew that plant and that crop to uh get out of poverty Mm-hmm. Some of them, hopefully. Yeah, no. It's... Not all of them. There's a, It's a whole systemic thing that we fucked up. And uh, now we love it. Yep. But everybody loves it. It brings people together. Who it, doesn't yeah. love a peanut butter cookie? I don't know. Europeans. If they ate a peanut butter cookie, they would think it was delicious. Germans. I mean, Germans got their own shit they got to deal yeah. with. Yeah. <laughs> and fucking, the UK has blood sausage. So don't fucking be oh. telling us oh. how yeah. weird peanut butter is you eat blood sausage mm, true no thank you no yeah i'm yeah. good i'll take my peanut butter mm. yeah so cool we're done we're done Yay. um thank you for listening make sure that you subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform um if you use apple please go like subscribe and leave a rating that would help us out a ton yep. so that we would pop up in the search results which i think we're starting to because i just checked the numbers not that long ago and apple podcast has shot up shot up as our number one Ooh. source whereas before it was spotify mm-hmm. so now i think apple podcast is like 40 percent of people that are listening so um if you could leave a review on there that would be amazing uh follow us on instagram and twitter um twitter is drunk dish pod instagram's just drunk dish you can also follow us on facebook if you're old um (laughs) or russian or russian (laughs) um we have a we have a website 
We have a website. We post uh, episode recaps and occasionally recipes. I mean, always. I always post a drink recipe. Yeah, that's true. At least. Yeah. Um, I'll probably post my recipe for uh, peanut butter fudge brownies because they are delicious. Yeah. Just uh, and that is drunkdish.com. Yep. Thanks. That's the thing I was missing. Yeah. Say the website yeah. URL. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> And that's all she wrote. So bye. Bye.